Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Time for BL. This is the podcast where we review movies, TV shows, novels, and comics, all in the boys' love genre. So on this episode, I want to talk about a Thai BL series that almost went under my radar because I just didn't know it existed. I accidentally came about it one night as I was looking for something to watch and it was available on YouTube under the 131 channel with English subtitles. The name of the show is One Love and after doing a little bit of research, it seems as if the show only started adding English subtitles as they started gaining popularity outside of Thailand, um, judging by the comments that are under the videos. Now, One Love follows Diao and Rook, two men who meet when Rook saves Diao's life before he is hit by a car when he's rushing off to a job interview. What starts as thank yous for being able to see another day quickly turns into an argument because of coffee that spilt on his white sneakers. After their shouting match, they go their separate ways and Diao finds out that his interviewer and new boss is Rook. Now, Rook actually likes Diao's attitude and thinks he will be a great addition to the team, but Diao thinks he is not getting the job and becomes even more upset when he finds out his new tenant that his sister got is Rook and his younger brother Rit. Because his sister has already spent the down payment, he has no choice but to allow Rook to stay and then finds out he got the job. Now they must figure out how to be tenant and landlord while also being boss and employee. Now this review is being recorded only after watching the first 12 episodes as those were the ones that were subtitled so far. It's supposed to be a 15 episode season. The main issue really is that the subtitles are very slow and not always good because it looks like maybe only one person is working on them for the fans and we definitely appreciate the hard work so I will not complain about it or review the subtitles or anything like that because it really does look like no one expected this to become something that international fans would watch. The show was definitely created for a Thai audience and you can see that in the comedy style that is displayed. There is heavy use on sound effects and the laugh track used is distracting at times to the situation on screen. Now the comedy is definitely there and I have found myself laughing out loud multiple times in multiple different scenarios. The running gag of Diao checking to see if the light fixture is crooked when he is caught trying to snoop is hilarious at every turn. And also, every time his sister Dao tries to flirt with Rook and is rejected by him, with him just saying, have a good day and walking away, I nearly fell out of my seat. So the show deserves the views. The show deserves the title of comedy, but at times I do wonder if they are trying too hard. There are jokes that seem to go over my head, mainly because they might deal more with pronunciation or wordplay and not being able to speak the language, I'm not able to understand it. So people are laughing at something that just leaves me going, how was that funny? But again, that most likely is just lost in translation. 
The side characters, for the most part, are very intriguing. But I will say, Daisy's disappearance in a couple of the episodes was felt. She, to me, really gave a better duel with Comb, with their whole office gossip personas. And also, Daisy was just a great representation character. Um, Even though I couldn't understand if Daisy was supposed to be non-binary or if they're supposed to be uh, female, I'm not exactly sure. There was times where she was called a him and he and then times where she's called she and it just didn't feel consistent because especially the boss still uses her um other nickname Deshaun which was what um her male nickname while with other people especially her friends if they called her Deshaun she would correct them and let them know they're supposed to call her Daisy. So I was a little confused there, but I still loved having her around because she was just an awesome character altogether. Now, there are some great ways I really do feel that the show set up with the foreshadowing of the relationship between Rook and Dao. They started with the very first scene we see Dao in. Diao in, sorry. His older sister is trying to set him up on a date and he's trying to run as quickly as possible and get out the door. He has no interest in the beautiful woman on the couch. Then, of course, when the two main characters finally meet, we get bubbles being blown in the air, a mirror walking across, showing as they see each other for the first time. All these signs that point to this being destiny watching the two bicker back and forth and then seeing when their guards are being lowered and noticing as they're going into this new phase of liking each other is also beautiful i for one am very excited about watching the rest of the episodes of the show and i'm sure once this review is available that all the episodes will be up and hopefully the subtitles will be finished as well If you're able to subtitle for the show, it might not hurt to check to see if they're allowing people to submit subtitles for them or fix the subtitles that have already been uploaded because I think they could really use it. It is really obvious that they never expected this show to go bigger than what it is now or where it ended up becoming or anything. Most of the comments I saw when I was looking through were people saying it doesn't have any subtitles, but I'm just enjoying watching it. I can't understand what they're saying, but I just love it so much. And I think because of all those comments, they really had to just go in and create subtitles or maybe a fan saw it and decided to create subtitles for the show. Um, and I'm glad that they did because of that. I was able to watch and enjoy. I was going to watch it anyway. Once I saw the comments saying that they can't understand it, but they love it. Cause I was like, okay, let me see what I can gather from the physical comedy. And, uh, yeah, I got lucky. I actually went in right as the subtitles were uploaded, I guess. So I'm very thankful for all the fans that commented because I got to enjoy the show even more with being able to understand all of the plot. Now I want to talk a bit about the two main leads. You can see that the actors may not be that experienced with on-screen work, but they do work pretty well together and they do give good chemistry in many of the scenes. Now there is a little part, there's little parts here and there where it's kind of obvious where that they not they might not be fully uh, comfortable with just being in front of the camera or acting like that 
in general um and it's kind of obvious here and there but it doesn't distract away from the storyline as we know with many thai shows they do huge acting workshops before you even get to the show and get to the scene which um is not always something that's done internationally that they do have it here and there where they might have the actors come together for rehearsal and just work on the rehearsals for the chemistry but we um seen so many times where they show the workshops in thai dramas and thai um, movies and all that stuff so i'm sure they had their acting workshop where they were able to work on their chemistry and build that chemistry and i do think they show it pretty well and there is also a side story plot where one of the supporting characters named Plang, she's a high school student writing a fan fiction about the two leads. So she's writing it about Rook and Diao. And in hers, they're called Ryu and Ryo. <laughs> and what we will get is at the end of the episode, we see her writing the fan fiction and uh, Rook and Diao, their actors acting it out as Ryu and Ryo and how loving and caring and sweet and tender and sensitive they are when in um, the characters Rook and Diao are always fighting each other and um, being very uh, rough with each other as far as vocally verbally they verbally assault each other constantly and uh, somehow she's able to look at that and go oh they're gonna fall in love <laughs> she writes this really sweet soppy story about the two of them <laughs> so she sees love in the places where no one else sees it and it's a very romantic little um, fan fiction story life line that comes to life uh, now, when this started coming into play, I did start to wonder if I was kind of fooled into watching this, thinking it was going to be a BL show, when in reality, it was the side story that would be BL and the other one would be just like a bromance kind of thing. But um, because of how long it took the characters to start getting together, that's really why, why I started to think that. But where they are now in episode 12, it really does look like they're moving into the direction of a relationship between Rook and Diao. Um, it, we started seeing that it, that Rook might have a crush on Diao, but he's not really putting that out there. And we started seeing as well that Diao um, really might also have a crush on Rook um, in the little things he does here and there. And um, where that really comes into play as well, where we see Rook um, having feelings for Diao. There is a scene where Diao is uh, really drunk and it looks as if Rook is about to kiss him. Uh, well, it looks like they're both about to kiss, but Diao passes out and he's just like, okay. <laughs> but he didn't look taken aback by the moment of them coming together that um, would have been a kiss or could have been a kiss. He looks like he was more yearning. And again, that goes to um, the fact that the actors in that scene actually did a pretty good job with their chemistry. Um, like I said, only some scenes here and there, it's kind of off. Now, as far as after episode 12, I'm not really going to talk about it because um, the last I checked, it was not subtitled. Um, so I don't know what I could have gotten out of context if I really 
understand everything fully so i really want to wait for all the english subtitles to come out before i even draw an opinion or conclusion of what i think the storyline is going with i know that there is supposed to be a fortune teller who tells him how he meets his um his one true love and it sounds like she's describing ryuk not ryuk (laughs) ryu (laughs) rook it sounds like she's describing rook um so I don't want to um, draw a conclusion with the other episode because it looks like he's going to meet someone else and think that's his true love and all that stuff, judging off of the preview of the next episode. Um, So I'm going to wait for the subtitles. Please hurry up and come. Um, but then again, I'm also remember I'm recording this way before by the time this episode comes out, the subtitles could be out. Uh, so I'm going to make sure to link a playlist, the playlist I've been using for the one love series. And that way, um, you can also check it out. Um, it's going to be in the description box to the side or below or wherever it is for you. It is available on YouTube. Like I said, it's on the 131 channel and that way you can support the original channel channel as well. Give them the views for the show, give them the thumbs up, give them comments, you know, anything you can do to help promote a show that is really good and definitely deserves, um, all the fans and all the watches and everything that it is getting. Now with a show, I do love it, but I'm still going to give it a six to seven out of 10. The reason why it's not higher is mainly because of the scenes that the laugh track was on. The laugh track, like I said, is very distracting from what's going on. And also like some points I felt like I was supposed to laugh at the sound effects. And I was like, the sound effects aren't funny. The situation is funny. Um, So I feel like the show could have done without the laugh track. I get that it's a comedy series and maybe they're trying to do like the sitcom laugh track thing. But I think if you hear the laugh track, you'll understand why it it's not like the sitcom laugh tracks where it's it was recorded like they recorded a live studio audience laughing and then they're playing those actual laughs. It sounds more like a group of people got in a studio and went ha ha and then they played that that's what it sounds like and that was really my issue with it so that's why it kept distracting me and pulling me out of the show and again the sound effects like someone looking at someone and then sound effects playing over their eyes moving and i was like am i supposed to laugh at that that's the joke the sound effects with their eyes and because of that it just was not funny either for me and i i feel like the show has such good golden funny movements such like really ripe humorous moments that that kind of becomes a crutch when that crutch was not needed now one of the scenes that i really loved that i felt was just so funny and the laugh track kind of pulled me away from was a fainting scene (laughs) the fainting scene was in a way poorly acted for one part but the poor acting of it actually made it even better because it was a fake fainting scene. <laughs> I promise I'm not ruining it or anything, but it was a fake fainting scene. So the poor acting just made it more hilarious <laughs> on top. And uh, then there, of course, is the scene where the fake fainter is discovered, which again was hilarious. Like I was laughing so hard. 
but that sound that that laugh track was just taking me out and like i was just like oh, i hate that laugh track but this scene is hilarious it was so funny and i was just hoping that he was gonna get water porn on him because that was porn poured ignore me he was gonna get water poured on him because that would have been hilarious Another scene that was hilarious that I would love, love, love if there wasn't a laugh track over is the scenes where the older sister tries flirting with Rook and is just rejected. Like I said, like she will flirt with him and then he will go have a good day and just walk away. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. Like just ignore the fact that she flirted and she's just standing there like got rejected again. Okay. <laughs> And I just find her whole personality hilarious. Um, I loved that. Um, now, I also think it's kind of funny that his little brother is trying to hit on this 40-something-year-old woman to the point where he decides he needs to learn English because she tutors playing in English. So he needs to learn English as well. So she needs to be his tutor. And of course, rightfully so, his brother is like, no, you're not getting tutored so you can bother this woman. Uh, but eventually he allows him to get tutored because he he's like, all right, well, if he at least learns from it, we'll at least have that. Plus, um, Dao is a woman who is knows herself and she just turns right down at every corner and lets him know okay cool focus on your work uh -huh, yeah go home <laughs> like so she doesn't even leave like she doesn't give him any hopes or anything she makes it clear that she is an adult he is a child and she has zero interest and then, of course, Plang has a crush on Rit, but she pretends not to have a crush on Rit because she understands that Rit doesn't like her. He likes Dao, but he, she also understands that Dao doesn't like him, so he can keep trying. <laughs> we also have these side characters that we rarely see. It's a couple that work together at a cafe that is owned by, I believe, Plang's uncle and um they make jokes back and forth or like where the girlfriend will see a guy and be like oh he's so cute i want to go talk to him and then the boyfriend will show up but i won't because i'm not single <laughs> like stuff like that um or where the guy was making a um saying that oh yeah i remember i gave that girl my number i can't remember what the full situation was and when his girlfriend showed up like you what i was like i'm just joking <laughs> i knew you were there that's why i said it like the two of them um, being uh, this sappy couple who just make jokes with each other and always really cute with each other and just like totally in love. <laughs> I really liked them as well. Um, the show overall is very lighthearted. It's very easy to follow. The drama isn't too dramatic. If you want something that's just something that's... <laughs> said that twice something that's easy to watch thrice <laughs> something easy to watch something that will be entertaining and something that you can watch with the whole family one love so far 
is it it's very clean i would i would argue that it's pretty wholesome there are some jokes in there because it is a thai comedy so there are some jokes in there that are a little racy but it actually isn't that bad it isn't too far and they don't say anything um that most of it will go over younger viewers head um like they will say the elephants like ooh, you know that elephant <laughs> And, um, so unless you know what elephant is code for, you won't get it. So a lot of younger kids are like, Ooh, there's an elephant that that's really what you can expect. Um, but yeah, it's really fun. It's really sweet. And all the characters are lovable in their own way. I just really want Daisy to come back to the show soon. I'm really hoping Daisy comes back. They've kind of just replaced Daisy with these other characters. Um, and these characters, they come in and do, I think they're doing Daisy's lines. Um, and But they do it with Comb. Oh, and guess what? So Comb is played by the actress who played Somo in Sosa's S, which is actually one of the reasons why I decided to watch the show. I'm not even lying because I was like, all right, what is this one love show? Looked it up on my drama um, list first and then saw her. And I was like, I'm definitely watching this show. <laughs> that was one of the reasons why I definitely went in and watched the show because um, as y'all know, I am a huge Sosa's fan. It is one of my favorite 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 type bl dramas so yeah <laughs> she brought me there she's so talented she's just so talented so definitely check out one love like i said it's on youtube and you can use the link in the description to go ahead and check out the full playlist i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and please let me know if there's anything you'd like me to check out to review for you See you next time, and I hope you have a wonderful morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good night, whatever it is, wherever you are. For anyone who didn't figure it out, the reason why there are these random sound effects throughout the episode is because in One Love, the series, there are random sound effects. Thank you. Yay!